Okay, what episode is episode four of Life's Collage, correct, Dad? Yep. Okay. And uh, we are back at it again. And we've got kind of a, well, it's funny to some, sad to others, but it's a story for sure. And, uh, but before we jump right into it, I would like to say that I got my deer this year. <laughs> you sure did. And uh, that was a pretty cool experience and got some good meat off of it too. Um, so, Dad, what was going on to start this story off? Kind of what was the setting? Well, I think probably um, everybody has uh, lost money at some point in time, <clears throat> maybe even as a kid. Um you know, if you lost a quarter as a kid, it was a big deal. And then uh, sometimes people lose their wallet or purse. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's devastating. It's absolutely devastating when you do that. And, you know, you lose your ID and whatever money you'd have in it. So it uh, seems like you lost some money one time, didn't you? Yeah, one time I was over at... In Central Oregon, near Bend, at a hotel, and I actually—it was back before you kept a lot of money digitally, or at least before I did. I had—I would keep a lot of my money in cash, and so like I cashed my paycheck, and I had my entire paycheck with me, and pretty much everything I had. I was like 18 or 19, and uh, went over to Bend to a hotel, and realized I didn't have the envelope, which had all my money in it. Oh, wow. And uh, went all over, backtracked everywhere we could think of looking for that, and then came back, and it was right in the parking lot still sitting there in an envelope. Wow. <laughs> so oh, it turned out okay. You and, got to be kidding And me. at the end of this podcast, I'll tell, I'll tell one more of losing something. This one I didn't fully recover, but anyhow, it's a bad feeling. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Anybody's lost... Uh, cash, you know, uh, it's just, it's a, uh, it really hits home. So, so this goes back, uh, quite a few years and I, I was, uh, had a logging heavy construction company going, lots of employees, long hours. I ran everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I, I never walked anywhere. I, I used to literally work on a run and, uh, uh, traveling a lot of miles, had different jobs going, logging sides spread out, some of them two and a half hours uh, each way. Um, uh, had a road construction side going. I'm thinking this might have been in the time where I might have had uh, 20 or 30 employees. And so I, I literally ran myself ragged because I didn't actually set my company up to handle that, uh, that amount of uh, labor and employees, I didn't structure it, I'll put it that way, I didn't structure it for that. I just decided I could take it on and handle it all myself. Mm. <laughs> so um, I had bought a, a uh, tractor with a side boom mower on it, and I this this was a kind of funny story in itself. I don't know how I found it, but I, I, I came in, I don't know how it dawned on me that there was an auction that was going to be happening that day down in Corvallis. Um, and uh, 
they had it was at Oregon State University and it was just it wasn't a I don't think a broadly advertised uh, auction there'd always be you know a number of people at those auctions they didn't happen regularly maybe quarterly semi-annually and uh, anyhow I recalled it and I, rem I remember they had a couple of tractors in there that had the side boom mowers like you'd see the county and the state use driving along and the boom swings out on an arm mm -hmm. and uh, so uh, when I recalled it I thought I'm gonna run down there and see if I can get in there before that tractor sells I drove up and I the auction had been going on and I'm really surprised there was anything even left but what was odd about it, they were selling the second of the two tractors they had for sale. And they didn't have them start, uh, started and running or anything, so I had no idea if it operated. It was a later model tractor, nice looking tractor, enclosed glass cab. Um, really, you know, you could tell it was maintained well. So I decided I'm, I was just going to go ahead and bid on it. So I started bidding on it, and I, I didn't even have a number. And I just, I just threw my hand up as I went running over there, <laughs> and uh, they took my bid, and then we went back and forth, and I just kept bidding until I bought it. And uh, anyhow, the guy uh, they asked for my number, and I said I don't have a number, so uh, I just told the auctioneer I'll get you whatever you need right now, and I'll because uh, uh, I, I want the tractor. So anyhow, so they told me go see so and so, and so I did. Anyhow. Bought the tractor, ended up, uh, I, I think I took the low boy down and grabbed it. Didn't need the low boy, but that's what I had at the time. So I ran down, grabbed it, brought it back, and um, dumped it off. And in between all the projects, uh, I came in one day and decided I was going to start it up and try it out, see if I liked it. Uh, this side boom mower, I'd had a number of injuries, so turning my head was a problem turning and looking over uh, like over my shoulder it's a big problem with my neck so I uh, what I didn't realize about them they uh, they they had kind of two different styles of mounts this one mounted back more underneath the operator so when the boom was out you were having to look to the side uh, some of the later style tractors they moved them up forward and then you could see what you're doing without taking your eyes completely off the road so I went out and tried it a while, and I, I didn't like it. It just, it wasn't going to work for me because I, I knew my neck was going to give me too much trouble. So it sounds like that'd be a pain to operate. Oh, it was. It, to me, it just wasn't, it, it wasn't comfortable. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a fit. So I threw an ad in the paper, and actually, I think it was uh, one of the magazines, national magazines, I used to advertise equipment in when I was selling it. <coughs> and uh, I think I threw it in for... I think about seventeen thousand dollars, and a guy called me and he said, uh, "You know, want to know if the tractor's any good?" And I said, "Actually, the tractor's an excellent tractor. It's, it, you know, it runs like new, doesn't smoke, good rubber, everything works on it. Not a leak on it. It was state-owned, uh, college-owned, state-owned, basically." So, anyhow, I said, "Well, I'd really like to buy that," and he said. Uh, could I run over and look at it? And I said, well, I'm not going to be here right now. I've got to be on a job. So I said, can we make arrangements for tomorrow? And I'll just come in off a job and meet you here at the shop. And I said, let me just warn you about one thing, though. Uh, if you're serious about buying it and you want to, because uh, I've already had some calls on it, so 
I said this type of thing usually won't sit around so I said uh, if you're serious about wanting it bring the cash with you because I don't take checks and uh, we'll make a deal so he came and looked at it and he absolutely loved it he I mean he thought that was the best tractor he'd ever seen so <laughs> which it was it was absolutely nothing wrong with it mechanically so uh, so he said, would you take any less money for it? And I, eh, not really. And he says, uh, would you take 16000 for it? Eh, I will. So <laughs> anyhow, so I said, you bring the cash? And he said, yeah. I said, okay. So I wrote him a bill of sale. He handed me the cash. And uh, I told him, I says, I'm, I got to run. I said, I am already behind. So I said, uh, I got to run. Got crew that I got to meet with. And so I went and got my pickup. It was a, oh, probably 80s, later 80s, possibly early 90s, maybe later 80s uh, Chevy. Uh, it was the, I think we call them extended cabs now, where they have the uh, small down seats. The small back door. Oh, it had a back door. In it. Yeah. Gotcha. It would swing open, but it was just the small one. And actually, though, you know, you might be right. It could have been, it could have been kind of like the Tacoma. No, but I think that was a door. That one had a door in it. I think it did. Anyhow, um, so I went back to the truck and I had all this cash in my hand. I thought, what am I going to do with this to keep it safe? <laughs> so I started looking around the truck to find out. And I thought, well, somebody find it underneath the seat. Somebody to find it if I, you know, stick it down between the seats. You know, it's, it's kind of like if a burglar breaks into your home and you're stashing your cash and, he runs over and throws a mattress up in the air and grabs your money and runs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the freezer, you know, how it works. Everybody, yep. They do the same thing. Everybody <laughs> does. Put in good, safe places. So I thought, well, i got to do something out of the ordinary. So I crawled back in the back seat, and I was looking around, and the uh, it was a door because it had the little handhold. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I reached up, and I looked at that handhold, and it looked like kind of a plastic cup in there. So I reached over to see if I could pull it out. Sure enough, it lifted right out of there, and you could see clear to the bottom of the door. So I thought, oh, there it is. I just <laughs> dropped all the money down the door, <laughs> and I, 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 I thought I could reach it, which I could have. Anyhow, uh, stuck that back in there, away I went, and, you know, come 10, 11 o'clock at night when I finally come back in uh, and uh, got home, tried to grab something to eat, crawled in bed for four hours, and <laughs> the way I was gone again, and every day was like that, seven days a week. And uh, so the days ticked by. Well, after the first day or two, uh, I, I think the thought of that money just slipped right on by me. Uh, I, I just can't, can't explain the, the load that I had on me to, uh, to preoccupy my mind. So... And I wasn't worried about it too, I guess. I just was relieved I had it in a safe place. Mm. So uh, time went by, went through the end of the year. I think this was late fall when he did that. And uh, I did a lot of my own books, always uh, got things prepped for tax time. I usually took it to a, an accountant to do the final on it. I, I used QuickBooks for setting everything up. Mm. So I... Um, I sat down and started doing my taxes, and I started going through, and I'd bought and sold a lot of equipment that year, too, and all the, I mean, it was a 
a lot of things going on, a lot of logging jobs and construction jobs and trying to put it all together. And I'm looking at the equipment and I had jotted down a bunch of things I'd sold just to, to uh, jog my memory so I'd make sure I got it on my taxes. And I get down to the uh, side boom tractor mower. And I thought, I sold that for $16,000 in cash. I forgot all about that. And I threw my bank account open to see if I, where I put that $16,000 cash in the bank, <laughs> which bank account. And it all of a sudden dawned on me. When I sold that pickup, about two months after I'd sold that, I forgot to even look for the money. Oh. And that money went with the pickup. <laughs> oh, no. Somebody got a smoke and deal on that truck, huh? Oh, I was so sick over that. And so the bad part was, too, knowing how IRS works and stuff, I thought, well, uh, how are you going to tell somebody <laughs> that you lost the money? Yeah. Somebody stole it from you. No one will believe it. Yeah, you got no proof. So I ended up reporting that on top of all the rest of my income. <laughs> you had to pay oh, for it. I paid, ta I paid a lot of taxes on that because I was turning a lot of money. Oh, man. And I couldn't even believe it. I thought, what a stupid thing to do. That's horrible. But anyhow, it's just a, just a reminder. You know, I guess, I guess if you're taking care of business, you got to take care of business at the time. Man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so. I can't imagine what that must have felt like realizing that after the fact. Yeah, it still makes me sick to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had one that was um, a fair loss just because, again, I was just trying to get started out and I was at an apartment over in Salem, but it was kind of a bad part of Salem. There wasn't a lot of uh, great people around there, a lot of thugs and just people that were um, into crime and stuff like that. So I had gone to bed, woke up in the morning. We were going to go to church. I remember. And I walk out the car or walk out the apartment to look for my car and it was missing. And I'm like, Oh, I must've parked it around the side lot. I go around the side lot and it wasn't in the side lot either. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, my car just got stolen. And, you know, I was wondering, 